bulb and signs on earth below. If time permits me, I'll be able to show us as well. The things that God said he will do that are partially come, uh, coming to pass and those that are yet to come to pass and how we have to guide ourselves so that we will not be partaker of the other part that God says we will come to pass. Amen. There's blood and fire and, and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And he said one thing, for us not to be partaker of this other part of what shall come to pass, the evil part of what will come to pass, he said, and everyone, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's only people that call on the name of the Lord that will be exempted, that have believed in God, that do not useless their lives while they are on earth here, that will not be partaker of these wonders that is showing from heaven above and earth below. Some of the wonders, have, have been, we are seeing them now. He said in the last day, he said there shall be rumors of wars. We are hearing these rumors of wars. He said two people will be grinding. One will be taken away. That is when he will personally come onto this surface earth to judge the earth. The book of Psalm 96, one of the verse there, he said, God is coming to judge the earth. I want us to we'll put it there because I don't have any verse 11 or so, Psalm 96. So that we don't play church. We don't continue to play church. I'm in church today. You are coming to church because of Reverend Omar. You are coming to church because of this pastor. You are coming to church because of apostle. No. He said, God is coming. These are the word of God. I said to us that, what are the things that we, uh, how do we prophesy? What are the things that we ought to know? We ought to know the word of God. When you know the word of God, you'll be able to guide your life. In that book of uh, Psalm 96, verse 13 said, They will sing before the Lord, for he comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his truth. And I say to us women of royal destiny, God is coming to judge the earth. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, God is coming to judge the earth. Because God is coming to judge the earth, we must know how we live. We must not live like unbelievers. Why are we celebrating now? We are celebrating because he said everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We are celebrating because we are saved. Hallelujah. We are celebrating because we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We are celebrating because of all the things that God has done for us. He said in that book of Psalm 136, he said, He who remembers us in our low estate. Look at the time that you have gone through trials and tribulation. It is God that has lifted you up. It is God that has lifted me up. Look at the children of Israel. We are looking at it yesterday. When Moses was being encouraged by Jethro. And Moses spoke about everything that God has done for, uh, for him. The crossing of the Red Sea. The wonders in the wilderness. He began to explain or relate it with his father-in-law Jethro. What did Jethro do? Jethro sacrificed a thanksgiving offering. And that is what we are doing today. It's not only white. It's not only the gloves. We are just representing ourselves as women in the palace of the king. Hallelujah. 
But it's for us to now look back. Say, when I think of the goodness of the Lord and all he has done for me, my very soul will shout, hallelujah, praise God for saving me. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is only those that worship God in spirit and in truth, that calls on the name of the Lord, that are serious with God, that are not playing church with God, that shall be saved. That will not go through, that will not see this, that, that, that will not see this blood and fire and billow of smoke. The sun that will turn to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. I want us to hold forth to this word. Everyone. Everyone. Zephaniah talks about his coming. He said everything will be swept away. This earth will no, will no longer be. Hallelujah. But everyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. They will not go through it. They will not even see it. I had experience, I had a, a revelation that God showed me rapture. I was in the, in the cloud. And I was hearing people singing, rejoicing. I pray that as we are all in this, our whites, we will all rapture. We shall rapture. It shall come to pass that none of us will remain on this planet earth. We shall all rapture with him. And the saints of God were singing. That's the reason why you have to look at your lifestyle and see that does my lifestyle affect my rapturing with Jesus? Then put everything in place. I'll be talking about that. Maybe if God permits me to end. But let's look at the one that actually affects us physically on this earth here. He said the young men will see vision. When he talks about men, they're talking about either woman or man. Amen. As long as you walk with God. The songwriter says when we walk with God in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. May we trust and obey him in Jesus' name. Then he said when in fellowship sweet, we will sit at his feet. Hallelujah. What a glorious promise. We will definitely, when Jesus comes, we shall sit at his feet. But it's only for those who will what? Trust and obey. So I said, the young men will see visions. Old men, which is woman or man, will dream dreams. I've shown to you the first day of this conference, how God, the young man, dreamt and it came to pass. Solomon. Hallelujah. And he said, your young men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and will prophesy. After this meeting, we shall prophesy. We will understand the word of God more and then we'll be able to use it and God himself will speak through us. He said they will prophesy. Hallelujah. Now let's quickly go to a young woman that saw vision in her time. Because I'm talking to women. You know there is something about women. We are listening to this tape, myself and Apostle, and he said a lot of women are in hell. But a lot of women are in church. May we not go to hell in the name of Jesus. 
As we are forerunner of the gospel that before a man gets born again, at least before one man gets born again, about 10 women would have been born again. A hundred women. But why should we be found in hell? The reason why we find we will be found in hell is because we mislead one another. If I wear this hat today, even if this hat does, is not something I'm supposed to wear, another person will see it, woman will see it, and go and wear the hat. There's nothing bad in it. But copy good example if you don't want to fall in hell. Amen. So we are going to look at one of the people, one of the women that this word of God came to pass in her life. And that takes me to the book of Judges chapter 13. This was talking about the birth of a strong man, Samson. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. Things that will not make it to come to pass in our lives is that when we do evil in God's sight, when we do evil in the sight of the Lord, we cannot say it shall come to pass. It will not come to pass. Because the enemy, Satan, our enemy, will put that evil before God. And God doesn't see evil. A certain man of Zorah named Manoah from the clan of the uh, Danites had a wife who was childless, unable to give birth. It shall come to pass. Because this woman gave birth, as many people that are childless shall give birth, and it shall come to pass. The angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant. I don't know who is becoming pregnant of something this day. Hallelujah. We are not only talking to people that have become pregnant of child. We are talking about people that will become pregnant of something today. Pregnant of a vision. Pregnant of glorious things that God has ordained for us. Now, he said, uh, the angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, you are barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant and give birth to a son. Now see to it that you drink no wine or other fermented drink and that you do not eat anything unclean. You will, I want you to underline that unclean. If God permits me, I'll be able to explain it to you. You will become pregnant and have a son whose head is never to be touched by a razor. Because the boy is to be a Nazarite, dedicated to God from the womb, he will take the lead. He will take the lead. In delivering Israel from the hand of the Philistines. He actually did. It came to pass. Amen. But there are some distractions around this boy. That did not let it come to pass. Woman. So you young men in the congregation. Can I encourage you? God's ordination for us is that we prophesy and say things will come to pass in our lives. But when you allow all that distraction. In the case of something. It was woman. Or women. He met a prostitute, he met another person. And he told his friends, marry this person for me. So God's hand was upon his life. He came to pass, he fought the Philistines, even his end, he destroyed. He did a lot of things. But a woman interrupted him along the road. May God protect the hearts of all our young men in the name of Jesus. Then the woman went to her husband and told her, a man of God came to me. Let the women put their hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are standing right before the Lord, you will see angels in the name of Jesus. 
It will come to pass in your life that you will see vision. Angels will visit you all the time. We have the grace in this church because our head always see angels. After this meeting, it shall come to pass that we have angelic visitation. There are many of us trusting God for various things in our lives. We just need angelic visitation and angel coming to us and say, don't worry. By this time tomorrow, because God will not be, you know, it, it, it has to come to pass. Even when you, you, you will be that angel of yourself, you see it in the word of God, and you claim it and read it and claim it. How many, as we leave this place, I'm looking forward to see how many women will go back home and say, if you did that to Manoah's wife, because you are not told that, it shall come to pass upon my life. That I will give back to my own Samson. That things will come to pass in my life. It shall come to, and then you keep on waiting on this word. But that's the reason for this conference. It's not just for the white and we wear the white and you forget about it. The reason for this conference is for you to get pregnant of something and you give back to that thing. What is that vision that God is giving to you? God has said that whatever you lay your hands on, you prosper. How come you are struggling? I want us to hold for to this. This woman saw angel. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says we see vision. So he saw the vision of an angel. Or angel in the physical. Then the Lord went to, uh, then the woman went to her husband and told her husband, you know, there are a lot of women that drag their husbands back. Your husband is moving forward, but you are there to drag him. No, you can't. No, you can't. And then you put your husband at the back. May the Lord help you. We are supposed to be helpmates to our husbands. We are supposed to be helpmates to our husbands. I wonder how many of us are driving our husband from focusing. In the case of this woman, she was a serious woman with the Lord. And then she had angelic visitation. I pray in Jesus' name that all of us will have angelic visitation. It will be for this year on to an end. In the name of Jesus. After seeing the angel, she now went to her husband and said, Look, darling, or my beloved, or mine, or whatever you call your husband. Then the woman went to her husband and told him, A man of God came to me. He looked like an angel of God. Very awesome. He was able to describe the presence of God as well. Amen. If you are close to God, God will be awesome to you. I did not ask him where he came from. Maybe because of fear. And he didn't tell me his name. But he said to me, you will become pregnant. Say he said to me. He said to me. I will become pregnant. He said to me. I'll become pregnant. Begin to look at those things that you want to be pregnant of right now. He said to me. I will become pregnant. I will become pregnant. I will become pregnant and have a son. Now then, drink no wine or other fermented drink and do not eat anything unclean because the boy will be a Nazarite of God from the womb until the day of his death. Then Manuel prayed to the Lord, Had on your servant, Lord, I beg you to let the man of God you sent to us. He didn't say to my wife. I want men to note this. I want you, because if the wife is pregnant, he benefits the husband too. This man is a man of, with great wisdom. He didn't say the, uh, the angel you sent to my, to my wife. No. 
Because two shall be what? One. He said, I beg you to let the man of God you sent to us come again to teach us how to bring up the boy who is to be born. The man believes so much in the wife. Can I encourage our amen? We must believe in our wives. Amen. We must encourage them as we face this journey of life. And that's what is going to make things so be easy for us. The man would have gone out of jealousy because these are the things that will not make it to pass. The man will come, will come out of strife. The man would have come to meet God out of, uh, yes, jealousy is another big word for me. You understand? But he did not. He was sure that the, 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 the wife had angelic visitation. And he believed that if my wife had angelic visitation, I also had angelic visitation. So he now went to beg God and said, God, this angel that you sent to us, not to my wife. There are some people, you, 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 you just self-centeredness. Not to my wife. Maybe if I said to my wife, this thing would have not come to, to pass. But he said, the angel you said to us, Then man yes. So that we will teach us. So raising children up is not only for the woman. It's for, neither is it for the man. Because I know a lot of women that make their husband crazy everywhere. It's the man that runs the errand everywhere. The woman is sitting down. What are you doing? And I know women that are, that, that, that are doing so well and they are really doing the work. You understand? And the man is doing nothing. The angel you sent to us is the two people's job. Because the two shall be one. You don't want to throw your children on your husband. Neither do you want to throw your children on your wife. Or wife. Amen. Lazy men will do that. You must support your wife. You must also support your husband. That is what makes it to come to pass. When both of you are one and united, anything you ask, it shall be done. Amen? So this shows a, a, a man that is not self-centered. A man that is not jealous. A man that is not selfish. God had Manua. Hallelujah. God had Manua. And the angel of God came again to the woman while she was out in the field. This woman is not a lazy woman. She was out in the field. That shows a hard-working woman. A woman that loves God. Maybe she was out in the field there. This is my own Bible. With some other women praying. Amen. Like the women in the New Testament. Out in the field, working so hard. She's not just sitting down at home, deceiving herself. She's always, she was always out in the field. But her husband, Manuel, was not with her. Each time the angel is coming, the husband is not always there. Your husband be sensitive to the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Maybe your wife is the one that likes to come to church all the time. Praying all the time. If you are the station, if you are the one sitting down at home and rocking on your chairs, your husband is the one that is running all the time. Prayer meeting, any meeting, he's always there. He will be the one that will miss out. But thank be to God who doesn't look us separated. Look at us as one. So when the woman is doing well, the, the wellness of the woman will attract the man as well. But that does not mean that you, you and my wife is there. No, that's not what I'm talking about. That we must be joined here in the things of the kingdom. Amen? But her husband, Manuel, was not with her. You want hurry to tell her husband. 
is here. The man who appeared to me the other day. The man who appeared to me the other day. Amen. He will appear to us as well in Jesus' name. Man had got up and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said, Are you the man who talked to my wife? I, I believe that he must have been so excited. I am, he said. So Manuel asked him, When your words are fulfilled, because Manuel believed as well, there are some other men, God is sending your wife, your wife to you, and he said, Are you sure? Are you sure? That's the reason why it's not coming to pass. But this man believed so much in the husband, or in the wife. And he asked, when your words are fulfilled, what is it to be the rules that governs the boy's life and work? Many of us are just giving birth. We are not monitoring and asking God. When it gets to a point, you must ask God, what are the rules? What are the things that govern this child's life? What next, Lord? Then we are struggling on our own. You are comparing your own children with other people's children. Don't you see Mr. B's student? Don't you see Mrs. A's student? You cannot do that. It discourages your children. You have a grace to bring up your children. There is a grace endowed upon your life to bring up your own children. So you cannot compare your children. This man was asking God, because I believe that this is a very serious man. And I pray that many manuals will be raised in this congregation in the name of Jesus. The ones that are hard working. The one that will be inquisitive with God. The one that will go with God all the time. The one that will, when God says something, the one that will run with the message until the message is fulfilled. He said, what is to be the rule that governs the boy's life and work? We need to ask God on a regular basis. For adventure, you are seeing your children misbehave or things are happening. You need to ask God, Lord, please help me. What is it that we need to affect this boy's life? What is it that we need to affect this girl's life? What is it that we need to affect these children? We might be looking at the church like somebody like me. What is it that I need to affect the life of the children that are given to me in Christ's tabernacle? Because he said to me that the children that he has given to me, they are for signs and a wonder. And when I began to look and look at all these children, I see them like some are doing well, some are not doing well. Then I begin to pray for them. And that's the reason I, I, I raised Mordecai in this church. So that we'll be able to train them well. Because when they are, when they are prone to music, their rhythm is changed. Their rhythm will be changed to education. And I'm calling forth mothers, parents, help in this Mordecai business so that we can give. So that these children will learn more music. So that their brain will work well. Not because we are training them. Yes, they will work in the household of faith. How can you imagine, at three, from three years old, you should be training your children music. Amen? Because when they are playing in the church, Holy Ghost will be playing with them. Holy Ghost will be teaching them all things. They know what time to come to church. Hallelujah. So if you have not been asking God about your child, even your unborn children, as you pray for them, ask God this question. What is it? Or what are the rules that govern this boy's life and work? are going out to look for jobs. And then it's like, eh, this is how to do it. Yes, you have been taught here on Monday. But there are some other rules that must govern your children as they go for their interviews. And you must be teaching them. We're talking about etiquette now. Amen. We're talking about look. We're talking about smile. We're talking about not being arrogant. 
These are the things we are talking about. We are talking about dressing. Amen. The rules. We are talking about how you look. We are talking about the smile. We are talking about the grace of God that follows you anywhere you go. And you are demonstrating them. We are not talking about somebody that is there. Uh, you just dress anyhow. You wear tight jeans. Or you bought one funny hairstyle. Or you plait your hair as a man. And you are going for interview. Or you wear one earrings. What are the rules? That's why we are giving you rules that governs you. When you come to church, we are teaching you, we are educating you. It's too much, it's too much. This man asks. And the more I'm asking, the more God is revealing to me rules that governs us in this church, including myself. Amen? And that's why you cannot wear short skirts. That's why you cannot say, put makeup that is more than makeup. Even, even though we allow uh, you to be moderate. Amen? That's why you cannot just do anything that you are. There are rules that governs the things of the kingdom. Because if you don't follow those rules, then it cannot come to pass in your life. But this man of God was very wise. Then he had answer from the angel of the Lord, which answered, Your wife must do all that I have told her. Who was instructed? Your wife. Your wife. So women, we have more responsibilities. Amen? So let's not shy from our responsibility and just give our responsibilities to God. If I see that your husband is one that is running like headless chicken, I'm going to call you from now. I'm going to call you from now so that you sit in your position and be able to let your children get close and used to you as well as they get close to their, uh, to, to their father. Then he said, your wife must do all that I have told her. May we do all that God is telling us in this meeting today, since Monday, in Jesus' name. She must not eat anything that comes from grapevine. Nor drink any wine or any fermented drink. So, ah, you mean we can't drink alcohol? Who said that? Who said that? You can't drink alcohol. A lot of us put alcohol in the house. Maybe you are trying to take it a little bit, little bit by little. Bone marrow disease is caused by alcohol. You drink to stupor and you come to church and you pretend and you shake your heads and everything. Today they hear somebody sick. You are praying heaven and earth. Not knowing that you are robbing yourself. You know, only foolish people drink alcohol. Alcohol can make you foolish. Amen? Don't ask me any questions. Go and ask God. And God will put you through. <laughs> Amen? Because uh, what is mommy talking about? You mean I can't? You mean I can't? You mean I... No, 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 I'm not going In the book of uh, Proverbs 31, if you get it, put it on the screen there. See, it's only foolish people. Anyone that wants to perish that drink alcohol. You know, sometimes because we don't know the word of God, then we are, you put alcohol there, you, uh, you have a little bar. Can I, can, I, can I create a joke? Those days that I used to go abroad, Italy and all the rest of that, I, but you know, sometimes I told that women will copy things. I first of all brought, uh, an, bought an alcohol. I, a bottle that you can put alcohol. Then the bottle will be wing. The alcohol. It's confession time. <laughs> so the bottle will win. You know, because I just want to decorate my bar. Because I have my mini bar. Then you buy the bottle of, uh, all this big bottle. Uh, Remy Martin. It's as tall as my shoulder. All this big, something to decorate my bar. But thanks be to God. Who gave me Apostle Williams? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together. 
Because sometimes you want to do things, I want to decorate my bar, there is nothing wrong in it. You know, it's competition that you even bought the biggest, uh uh, the biggest uh, 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 vodka that is as big as this. The cover is up to my, uh, my hand like this. Is in my bar there? You know, as uh, a man of God destroyed the, uh, the, the altar of uh, Baal. <laughs> Thank you for Apostle Williams, he came. My father didn't raise me with all these things. My mother didn't raise me with all these things. Why is this so many things in heaven? Everything has to be cleared. Broken. And thrown away from my house. Thank God for the deliverance. But some of us, we argue. And why they argue? I was thinking it's for decoration, but I don't know why he's doing it. Lord help us. God understand. I'm grumbling inside me there. But we, I, I understood. Because I'm born again, really. You don't need to, you know, we can be born again and we can be naive like I was. Following friends and thinking that is a big number one lifestyle. Amen. Some even take brandy, you cool down with brandy and, uh, and coffee. Black coffee and brandy settles the food. They'll be telling you all these things and then before you know it, you get drunk. May the Lord help us. You know, first class lifestyle too. In living first class lifestyle, if you are not very if you are not uh, very careful, you just get into the world bit by bit. It's better to avoid it. Some can rest with cheese. They are taking nice port wine. Hallelujah. Before you know it, they want to settle again taking drambue and all this liquor and you are enjoying life. The Lord will help you. So that when you go out with friends, I'm trying to help you. Because God is promoting all of us. We are sitting with great people. If you are not very careful, you will not know that God said, as he said to do not do this. Because there is a grace that I want to put upon your life. You cannot afford to do all this bad, bad practice. You cannot afford to involve yourself. Because there is a grace that is, that I'm, that is upon your life. But for that reason, you can't do it. Because if you are not very careful, you will be led into the world. And God was preparing this uh, man of God according to the question that he asked. He said, I already told your wife, your wife must do all. Women, we must do all to support our husbands so that they will get, we all get to our destiny in the name of Jesus. She must not eat. What are those things that you must not do? I read some of those things to you on Friday. And these things was being repeated again. She must do everything I have commanded her. May we do everything that God has commanded us. Man has said to the angel of the Lord, we would like you to stay until we prepare a young goat for you. Hospitality. That's part of women's character. You must be hospitable. Amen. She's a wonderful woman. That's the reason why she had angelic visitation. The angel of the Lord replied, even though you detain me, I will not eat any of your food. Maybe they are using style to make sure that, you know. But he said, even if you detain me, I will not. Because it's on a mission. Amen. But if you prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Today we are all sitting in white. But among the burnt offering, among the money that you have contributed to sacrifice you to God, if your money is there, or if the money is something that has been reluctantly given, if it's not fat, if it's cane type of offering, 
then there is a problem. Let this message bring a change. And then you just go and resettle yourself. But if you prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Man, I did not realize that it was the angel of the Lord. May we have angelic visitation so that we can manifest to the full destiny that God has given to us. Then Manuel inquired of the angel of the Lord, what is your name? So that we may honor you when your word comes to pass. What is your name? Because he wants to honor this person that has done well. Some of us to honor is a, is a, is a, is a taboo. What has she done? That's some of us. May your attitude towards giving or honoring others change from now henceforth in Jesus' name. There's a lot that people have done in our lives. We need to honor one another. That's what the Bible uh, 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 says. For this thing that this man has done, they, really, they want to honor God in various ways. Say, what is your name? So that we may honor you when your word comes to pass. Some of you people have done so much for you. To honor them is a problem. We only start to envy them. May the Lord forgive us in Jesus' name. Let this great attitude, character that is in this man of God, let's cultivate it. Service, honoring, and all the rest of that. He replied, why do you ask my name? It is beyond understanding. His name is really, really beyond understanding. Hallelujah. He's awesome. That's his name. Then Manuel took a young goat together with a grain offering and sacrificed it on a rock to the Lord. That is an act of worship. Hallelujah. God said we should worship him with our substance. When we come before the Lord, give the best of the best to the Lord. Amen. You can see the act of worship. You can see that this man too is a wonderful man of God. And that is one of the things that we are doing today when we dance here. We are not only dancing, using ourselves, but we are coming with our substance. And may the Lord bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. And the Lord did an amazing thing while Manuel and his wife watched. Watched. As the flame blazed up from the altar towards heaven, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flames. Seeing this, Manuel and his wife fell down to their faces to the ground. Now they knew this is God himself. And they worshipped. When the angel of the Lord did not show himself again to Manuel and his wife, Manuel realized that it was an angel of the Lord. We are doomed to die. Because when you see God's face, you die. He said to his wife, we have seen God. And today we are seeing God's face in various ways. Even some people don't even respect that face. Hallelujah. This altar, when you come here, you see God. You must reverence it. You must rev, you must reverence. You know, we see God in one another, yet we are rude. May the Lord help us. Some of us see God in people, people in leadership, people in position, your directors in the office. Thank God because people call themselves car, they call themselves God, they call themselves by their name. That does not mean you should not respect them. God is in them. And we must respect them. Amen. But sometimes people rock shoulder. Who is he? Who is he? May the Lord help us. You must see God in people and reverence God. Because God lives in us. Amen. But his wife answered, if God had meant to kill us, 
would not have accepted a burnt offering and grain offering from her hands. That's a woman of faith. You can see faith talking there. This is a woman that knows God. If I look, I could see the fire, I could see the flame, everything went up. Say, may the lifting up of my hands, Psalm 141, be like evening sacrifice. That is accepted. Pray. You could see that their prayers had already been answered. He said, nor shown us all these things, or now told us these things. Wouldn't have accepted this our grain, or he's talking to us as friends. The woman gave birth to a boy. Did it come to pass? Did it come to pass? Did it come to pass? So that scripture there confirms that the prophecy of the angel came to pass. The prophecy given to the woman and the man of God came to pass. I don't know what prophecies have been given concerning you. They shall come to pass. So the woman gave birth to a boy and named him Sam, uh, uh, Samson. He grew and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to steer him while he was in Mahane, down between Zorah and Esau. The Spirit of the Lord. In the last days, this is what the Spirit of the Lord will be doing. We will see angels. In the book of Psalm 91, he said he will send his angels concerning us. So that we will not step, step, uh, step our foot on stone. Amen. He will guide us. He will direct us. We'll be in our thinking. We'll be in our going out. We'll be in our coming in. He'll be directing us in various ways. His spirit will rest upon us. Then we'll be manufacturing things. In our business, we'll be excelling. And in the things that we do, there that, shall that not be any, anyone that can compare with it. So if the spirit of God is upon us, we do great and mighty things. I want you to take that in in this uh, conference. That in the last day, he will pour out his spirit and he's still pouring out his spirit. And God is still doing wonders. And he will continue to do wonders in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now let's go to another example because that's an example from the Old Testament. Let's go to another example in the New Testament. And that takes us to the book of Luke. There are things that God has promised that will come to pass in our life and they will come to pass. They will come to pass in the name of Jesus. In that book of uh, Luke, I think Luke chapter 1, I'm going to read only a few about Jesus, then I'll go to conclude about Zechariah and Elizabeth. That book of Luke chapter 1, verse 26, it says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, because something came to pass, Elizabeth had an angelic visitation, and he was pregnant. She was pregnant. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the same angel that he sent to, Jesus, uh, to, to Mary. A town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings. And I see angelic angels greeting us greetings in this meeting today. He said, Greetings. 
you who are highly favored, that is me, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, greetings. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. I said, you begin to see the manifestation of that prophecy. You should greet yourself occasionally like this at home. Greetings. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. For adventure, there are things that are making you to be discouraged. You need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Because David encouraged himself in the Lord. You have just prophesied. So don't ask. Here is the word. It's right in the word of God. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. May we find favor with God in the name of Jesus. Look at the prophecy now. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. He will be great. And will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him throne of his father David. As it was prophesied to Solomon. And he will reign over Jacob's descendant forever. His kingdom will never end. Did they come to pass? If you read the book of Isaiah, Isaiah prophesied it. He says, of the increase of his government, he says, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, Isaiah chapter 9, you can put it on the screen, I've been scrolling it as they're watching. He said, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. He said, the kingdom will be upon his shoulder. He shall be called. He began to mention the name. The son of God, the mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. And he says, of the increase of his government and peace, his government comes with peace. It's a peaceful government. We might have problem in this our government, but it's only Jesus' government that is starts with peace. Hallelujah. I'm happy that I'm, be, I'm under this government. It was prophesied. He said his kingdom will never end. That's why he's coming back to take us. Hallelujah. He's coming back again. Hallelujah. We should shout it. He's coming back again. Because it's only his kingdom that will never end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 talks about this is kingdom that will never end that comes that is tagged with peace. How will this be? This is in Mary's confusion. Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit in the last days. He said the Holy Spirit will come upon all flesh. Hallelujah. So we are still in the last days now. He said the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. It shall come to pass. So the Holy One to be born. That is the Holy One that you are carrying now. The Holy One, the manifestation of God upon your lives now. Amen. He said the Holy One to be born, will be called the Son of God. And because the Spirit was still moving, 
He said, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. That is prophecy. Revealing something that has happened that even has not been revealed. Because they've not known. But the angel exposed Elizabeth and said, look, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. Maybe she has been praying. She needs a word of encouragement, but the angel encouraged her as well. I said, don't worry about that anymore, but it's you that is next now. But as for that, your relative, Elizabeth, is about six months pregnant now. For no word from God will ever fall to the ground. Amen. Or with God, all things are possible. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. with God, neighbor. all things are possible. He is not a man that is July. Not the son of man that will change his mind. Whatever he says will come to pass. Will come to pass. Thank God that Elizabeth received it. And the Lord's servant, Mary Mary received it. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Let's all shout this. Because I believe that God has been speaking to you. I want you to look to heaven. And say to God, may your word to me be fulfilled. I shall or I will see the manifestation of the word of God that has been pronounced upon my life. It shall come to pass in Jesus' name. At that time. Mary got ready and hurried to the town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. She was so happy. Are you the one that I hear people's prophecy and then you are not happy? May the Lord help you. These are the things that makes it not to come to pass in our lives. Once prophet, the apostle was declaring to some people yesterday, uh, day before it's on Friday, I saw one of the, the I said, come. What apostle said, you better hold it for two. Make sure that your husband is really, really, do you understand? Because if, when they prophesy to you like that, and then you are just sitting down. I know our other father in the Lord that they prophesy to is going on for the Lord. But this other one, I know is coming, but sometimes your work, so that your work will not disturb you. I say make sure that you, you continue to encourage your husband so that this word will come to pass in Jesus' name. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country and Judea. Where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings, the baby leaped in her womb. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. May your greetings cause Holy Ghost to come upon people. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But when but why, uh, but why am I so favored that the mother of the Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greetings reached my ears, the baby in my womb did what? Live for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord, uh, uh, that, that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Blessed is she. Blessed is he in this room today. Who has believed that all these words that have been spoken has come to pass in your life? Amen. 
And Mary, after hearing this, started worshipping God. And most of the words, I'll just speak some of the words of Mary, then we'll go to Zechariah. Amen. My soul glorifies the Lord. That is, he started worshipping, and my spirit rejoicing in God my Savior. The Lord has spoken many prophecies concerning you, through the word of God, through the men of God, through people. Do you worship God concerning those prophecies? You have to. When we gather together as a church, and prophecies have been spoken concerning us, you want to go back home and worship God. Hallelujah. Mary worship God. In your art of worship, you can prophesy. That is what I want to say to us. For he has, he, as the mindful of the humble state of his servants, says from now on, in her worship, he prophesied to herself. He says from now on, all generations will do what? Will call me blessed. He started prophesying. A lot of us don't know how to worship. When you worship God, God will put words in your mouth that will make you to prophesy to yourself. And she said, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Did they call her blessed? It came to pass. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation. You know, we read this psalm. It talks about Psalm 24. We are the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your faith, O God of Jacob. As generation of God's seeker, she was able to pronounce this to herself. Your mercy extends to those who fear you. It's only those who fear God that can say it shall come to pass and it will come to pass. If you have I don't care attitude towards God, if you are doing the things that God doesn't want you to do, you cannot seek it for that it shall come to pass. If you have hatred or iniquity in your heart, you say the Lord will not hear you. You can't say it shall come to pass, it will not come to pass. He says from generation to generation, His mercy Extend only to those who fear him. A generation of those who seek the face of God of Jacob, of God of Apostle William, let us fear God. He has performed wonderful deeds with his arm. He, he now remembered everything that God did, deeds of the Lord. The man of God was reading it for us yesterday about the deeds of the Lord from Psalm 60, 66. When we remember to worship God concerning what he has done for us, and we bring an abundant harvest before him. We can be able to say it shall come to pass and it will, be, it will come to pass. So Mary started praising God according to his word. And this also shows that Mary knows the word. You cannot prophesy without knowing the word of God. All what Mary was worshipping with is the word of God. He performed mighty deeds with his arm. Did it happen in Exodus? Did God divide the rest here asunder? He knows the word of God. He did not mention it like the psalm mentioned it, but he said he, thought, he did, what he performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud. 
in their inmost thoughts. Mary, remember, I must have read about the story of Hannah and Penina. Amen. When you read the word of God, you know how to worship. So she was worshiping with the word of God. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. So when you know that those that are proud will be scattered, their pride should be far away from you. He has brought down rulers from their throne. I think he remembered about Daniel. And he was telling God, this is what you can do when somebody is proud. Was Nebuchadnezzar proud? Yes. Because of his pride, he was, he, he was, he was turned into an animal. There will not be an animal in the name of Jesus. But he has lifted up the humble. He must have read, known about himself, herself. I must have read about Hannah. Hallelujah. I'm talking to women in the house. Was Hannah lifted up? He gave back to Samuel, if you forgot the story. He has filled the hungry with good things. You are thirsty and hungry for a good thing. For the word of God will fill you with good things. But he has sent the rich away empty. If you are a greedy person, you end up having nothing. He has held the servant Israel. Remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever. Just as he promised our sisters. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for months. He worshipped in the presence of Elizabeth. I wonder that baby in Elizabeth will be just the movie. Will be movie. When people go, women, some women go to visit pregnant women at home, they only gossip. They only gossip. They only gossip. But when these people join together at home, what were they doing? They were worshipping. They were worshipping. May the act of worship continue to be in our lives in the name of Jesus. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. And these, these three months, there were months of impartation. And then from that 57, when it was time for Elizabeth to have a baby, we all know the story of how God appeared to Zechariah in the temple and uh, the same thing, vision and everything. And he was dumb, deaf and dumb, and he could not speak. But what God said concerning him came to pass. And that's uh, a step on this verse there. When it was time for Elizabeth to have a baby, she gave birth to a son. And neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy. And they shared her joy. On the eighth day, if you share people's joy, it shall come to pass in your life. On the eighth day, they came to, to circumcise, they came to circumcise the child. They were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, no, he is to be called John. Because that is what was pronounced concerning, concerning the child. They said to her, there is no one among our relatives who has that name. We are not talking about relatives. No, sometimes relatives like to take over. But a man and woman in the spirit, you know what God has spoken to you, then you speak it forth. She you would have kept quiet and let the people take over. But she believed in the prophecy that God has given. And she spoke forth that the name of this child is going to be John. Then they made a sign to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet and to everyone astonishment he wrote. His name is what? John. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue set free. 
And he began to speak, praising God. Hallelujah. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Is God doing wonders in your life that people can talk about? Exodus 34.10 applies. Everyone who heard these wonders wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. After sharing the testimony and everything, what did Zachariah do? Zachariah too started to do what? Professor. Are you giving birth to a child? Begin to prophesy concerning that child. Are you in business? Prophesy about your business. Are you in something that uh, is marvelous in the sight of the Lord? Prophesy. Are you raising young children in the house? Prophesy concerning them. And it shall come to pass. So Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and he prophesied. Hallelujah. So the book of Joel uh, said the same thing. He said, we shall, in the last day, we shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied. Mary was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied. Zechariah was what? Filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied. Look at the words of uh, uh, Zechariah's prophecy. And I'm going to confirm to us that they came to pass. Are you a mother in the house? Are you a father in the house? This conference is to help tame our tongue, our mouth, our conduct, our attitudes, and our attitudes toward the word of God, so that art of prophecy will not leave us. After this conference, I was, I, I was so grateful to the Irish people. After this conference, by the time I came down from the pulpit, everybody has started prophesying, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. I decree in the name of Jesus that the Lord will make your lips the pen of a ready writer. You will prophesy. The word of God will germinate in us. We will know the right word to use at the right time. We will not prophesy evil, but we will prophesy good. Immediately in the people's confusion and everything, when the tongue is loose, and Zechariah was able to speak, <laughs> may the Lord lose our tongue today in the name of Jesus. Things that are made a tongue to be tightened up. The Lord lose them today in the name of Jesus. Unbelief, the Lord lose them in the name of Jesus. Things that will cause us gossiping, you don't lose them from us in the name of Jesus. He says, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel. He first of all worship God. Because he has come to his people and redeemed them. Did the book of Psalms not say that? These people are men and women of the world. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us. In the house of his servant David. If you read the Zikah, First Samuel, Psalms, you see all the things that they are prophesying here. As he said through his holy prophet of long ago. Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. To show mercy to our sisters. And to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham. He knows it. Father Abraham is going to be a man of many nations. Amen. To rescue us from the hands of our enemies. And to enable us to serve him without fear. These are prophecies. 
to enable us to serve Him without fear. He's given us a spirit to enable us to serve without fear. Why is it that after a period of worship, when the word of God in the book of 1 Corinthians 14, 26 declared that, does anyone have him? Does anyone have a, 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 a speaking tongues? Does anyone uh, interpret tongues? He said you should declare, does anyone have the word of God? You should speak it. Why are we afraid? I lose the spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. He said to rescue us from the hands of our enemies. The word of God just dropped into you to speak it out was difficult. Somebody need that word of God. Thank God for the man of God that rescued us at all times. After this meeting, our tongue shall be loose and we will speak forth in the name of Jesus. And to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. May that come to pass in our lives. He will rescue us from the hands of our enemies. He will enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all day. And after he has worshipped and praised God and all the rest of that. Because if you want to prophesy, you must know how to worship. If you want to prophesy, you must know how to read the word of God and understand the word of God. If you want to prophesy, the word of God must dominate in you. You must have it day and night. Doing all what he says in that word of God. You must be able to worship him. Confirming the word of God, the time has come that the true worshipper of God shall worship him in spirit and in truth. And I believe that we are all true worshippers of God. Guess what happened? After he has worshipped the Lord. Then said, and you, my child. 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 I don't know how many sons of God are answering. And you, my child. And you, my child. And you, my child. You now prophesy. This is how to prophesy to your children. We men should learn this. Men should learn this in this meeting. You have God's children. You have children that God has given to you. Prophesy to them. You have children that are giving you headache. Prophesy to them. You have children that are, that are doing things that are wrong. Prophesy to them. Stop complaining. Forget about their attitude. Forget about their character like the man of God who says. Prophesy to them. Say, and you, my child. And you, my child. And you, my child. And you, my child. And you, my children. Hallelujah. And what did he say? And you, my child, will be called a prophet. Hallelujah. A prophet of the Most High, not just ordinary prophet. And you, my child, will be called. You want to prophesy that to yourself. The prophet of the Most High. For you go on before the Lord to prepare the way of the Lord. Did it come to pass? It came to pass. That's why you hear when they talk, anything that is written concerning John the Baptist. He said he's the one that goes to prepare the way for the Lord. He did. Uh, enable or help Jesus at baptism? Did he do that? Even when he was refusing? But he was the one that, that was to do it. Prophecy of his father too came to pass. For you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. To give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins before, uh, because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, 
So guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. May we grow and become strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness. But he appeared in the public to Israel. Now let's see the confirmation of the prophecy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In that book of Luke chapter 3, John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus. Hallelujah. It came to pass. The prophecies that God has given to us as a church will come to pass. The first prophecy given to us is that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. God is building Christ's great tabernacle and the gates of hell will not prevail against this church. Either the devil likes it or not, it will not, it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Let's see the fulfillment of Zachariah's prophecy. And you, my child, will be the prophet of the Most High God. You will make way for many. You will lead many to righteousness. Let's learn how to prophesy. Let's prophesy the things of God to our children. In the fifth year of the reign of uh, Tiberius, Syria, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of uh, Ituria and Triconites, and Lysanias, tetrarch or Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah. The word of God came to who? John. Son of who? Zechariah. In the wilderness. Was it prophesied so? He went into all the countries around the Jordan preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. Was that the prophecy? It came to pass. That will be in the wilderness. We preach about this same thing. Forgiveness of sin. As it is written in the book of the word of Isaiah the prophet. As I also prophesied it. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the, for the Lord. Make straight path for him. Every valley. Shall be filled in. Everyone with low estate. Hallelujah. Every mountain. And hills made low. The crooked road shall become straight. All people that deceive, the rough way smooth. And all people will seek God's salvation. It did uh, applies to the uh, Joel's prophecy and Peter's uh, prophesying in, in, in the time of Pentecost. Everyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall be what? Shall be saved. So I pray that we will not get ourselves out of it. Now let's see the prophecy coming to pass. John said to the crowd, coming out to be baptized. Did he say that he will go and be leading many people to salvation? And as he was leading them to salvation, he's baptizing them as well. You broad of vipers, who want you to flee from the coming rounds? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. He'll be a preacher in the wilderness. And it came to pass. And do not begin to say to yourself, we are Abraham's or our father. He will be a preacher, he's coming to pass here. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the tree. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. was called to preach. He was called to make way. And he went further in that verse 10. Prophecy of Zechariah's father. 
The people came and said, what shall we do? We need many for righteousness. The prophecy coming to pass. So the people came because the word of God has said so there had been a prophecy. John answered, anyone who has two shirts should share it with the one who has none. And anyone who has food should do the same. Every tax collector came to be baptized. Leading many to righteousness. Hallelujah. If you are someone that is stingy, you must learn to one another. You must be able to share. You must be able to do it. He was speaking it. Leading many to righteousness. These are the things of righteousness. Amen. Your brother is in need and you ask him to pray. Where is the love of God in your heart? Amen. Even tax collectors came to me. Thieves. People that have been stealing people's money. They asked, what should we do? When they heard him as he's leading people to righteousness, preaching the gospel, tax collectors that have been stealing, you must not steal again, you must not do this. I'm, I was there. Amen. He was telling them. The message caught them to the heart. Like it happened in the book of Acts. So they came and said, what can we do? There are prophecies upon your life to go and evangelize. In the last days, you must witness. Hallelujah. John the Baptist did his. We must do ours as well. And when they came, the word of God caught them to the heart. As we go taking the good news to the nation, the word of God will caught them to the heart in the name of Jesus. And they came to ask, what shall we do? He said, no, because you have asked, don't collect any more than you require to. He told them, don't be doubling money that you are collecting for people. Don't be a thief, he was telling them. Then some, look at the people that were coming to him. Great people will come to this church in the name of Jesus. People that God is in need of will come to this church in the name of Jesus. As we go out to fulfill the word of God according to the book of Matthew 28, and we should go into all the nations and make disciples. John was performing and acting and was in the will of God concerning the prophecy his father gave, uh, uh, rendered in his life. Then some soldiers asked him, even soldiers, soldiers that are fighting back. Look at various people that were coming to him. People that, who know who were coming to him. It's not just lazy people that were coming to him. People that are in active service, they were coming to him. You know in those days what a soldier uh, 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 was? As a soldier in those days. They are people of high class. Amen. God will begin to bring them. Not lazy people. Lazy people will come. But our lifestyle will affect them. And they will become somebody. Said so the soldier asked him. And what should we do? He replied them. Don't extort money. And don't accuse people falsely. You can see that these are the things that will not let it come to pass in our lives. Accusing people falsely. Be content with your pay. Uh-uh. You know, when I read this scripture, I've read it several, several, several times. And it's like every time I'm reading it, what God is saying to me. You know soldiers, they take bribes too. <laughs> African soldiers. But if, they, if the Bible talks about it here, it's everywhere. Soldiers, people in the forces. Maybe you have been to your nation and you have seen soldiers taking bribes. It's in the Bible. He said, he told them, he said, soldier, he said, you must be content with your pay. Ah, your tire needs to be done. The people give bribes and they go with poor tires. May the Lord help us. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. You see, it is prophecy. 
It is Jesus. Yes, yes, Jesus. It is Jesus in my life. When I touch the hem of his God. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Lord. It is Jesus prophesying through the mouth of his father prophesying to this boy and he's doing the work of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's coming to pass in your life too. He said soldiers came and then the people were wondering in their heart if he's the Messiah. Maybe this is the Jesus that we have been talking about. But it's not the Messiah, it's just the forerunner. As you are all the forerunner of God's work today. Don't answer them all. I baptize you with water. The father prophesied it. Amen. But one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with Holy Spirit and with fire. And when this one comes, baptizing them with you. He's not only going to be with me at all. And he has come. And we are partaker of the Holy Spirit and the fire today. Amen. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his treasure floor and gather the wheat into his bag. But he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. He dare not talk about the same fire we are talking about. When Jesus will come, they will not be partaker of this unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. May this be us or our portion in the name of Jesus. We cannot hear the good news and remain the same. Now let's conclude with the prophecy of Joel. Before Joel started telling them about uh, the fire, the moon, or the moon turning to blood, everyone calling on the name of the Lord shall be saved, and all the rest of that. That was a prophecy given to the people. And I'm going to prophesy into your life in conclusion this morning. Because I believe that God is hearing from heaven and is answering our prayers. And I also know that we are raining our hearts to Him in worship and as we are seated. And it says in that book of Joel chapter 21, a message to encourage us women in the house. Hallelujah. God is not a man that will lie on the Son of Man that will change his mind. Whatever he says will come to pass. And as I'm about to declare this unto you, in conclusion this afternoon, may your amen be sound. May you receive them in power and manifest them gloriously in Jesus name he says surely he has done great things has God done great things in your life I'm not hearing your amen he says surely he has done great things do not be afraid all women of Christ say tabernacle be glad and rejoice surely the Lord has done great things do not be afraid Young men, young old men of Christ's tabernacle, 
For the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruits. The fig and the vine yield their riches. Maybe for adventure your employment has been tiring or weary. He said the field is now big. Hallelujah. And the trees are bearing their fruits. The fig tree, the vine yields its riches. Be glad, people of Christ, say tabernacle. Rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the autumn rain. Because he is faithful. He sent you abundant showers. Both autumn and spring rains. As before. The treasure floor will be filled with grain. The treasure floor will be filled with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine. And oil. In the time of famine you have plenty. I will repay you for the year the locusts have eaten. The grace locusts and the young locusts. The other locusts and the locusts swarm. And my army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat. In this new year, as you finish this woman of righteousness that you enter your new year, you will have plenty to eat. You will not struggle until you are full. You will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. The Lord your God that has, wondered, that has worked wonders for you, His name shall be praised. You will praise Him. Never again will you be, be shamed. Never again will my people be shamed. Never again will my people be shamed. Never again shall the women of royal destiny be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel. That I am the Lord your God. And there is no other. Never again will my people be put to shame. Now rise. If I were you, I will be the Mary of my time. And I begin to worship, begin to worship him. He says, never again, never again. Never again, never again shall we be put to shame. We are the Mary of our time. Manuel and his husband, they worship God. Begin to worship God. The Bible said, now is the time. Receive these prophecies and worship God. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice and give God praise. We thank you, Father. Guide me over Great Jehovah Pilgrim through the barren land I am weak Thou art mighty, fill me with power, bread of heaven, 
As you have spoken to our hearts today, I pray for everyone who have heard this word. May the word that you have heard today transform your lives into the world. May the Lord grant you strength and power and unction to be faithful, to be loyal, and to be steady unto our God in His service throughout your lifetime. May the changes that have been accomplished by the work, word of God today be evident in your life. Amen. The last few hours of October shall be hours of celebration. Amen. It shall come to pass upon your life that every prophecy spoken from the first day of this prayer to this hour, the thirtieth day, it shall come to pass to everyone that is here, these words shall come to pass in your life. Amen. You enter into a new month with dancing. Amen. You enter into a new month with celebration. Amen. In the famine that have begun in United Kingdom, you will not partake in it. Amen. In the days that the famine gets to the height, you will accelerate into abundance. Amen. The Lord will protect you, will preserve you through all this season. 
And it will make you an example of his faithfulness. May the mercy of God be manifest over you. Anyone who came here today with sickness, I command your body to respond to healing. The Bible says by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. Every pain in the eyes, in the sockets of the eyes, I command them to depart right now. Every pain in the left arm, I command you to be healed right now. Every pain in your spine, in your waistline, I decree them to be healed in the name of Jesus. Every organ that has been afflicted, receive brand new organs. Your liver is healed. Your kidney is healed. The muscles of your body that aches you from this hour, you feel no more ache. Every form of pain going around in your body, I cause them to die from their roots. You receive healing from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. In Jesus' anointed name. May the Lord bless you richly. May the Lord lift up his tenderness to shine upon you. May the Lord grant you favor all the days of your life. May the will of God in heaven be fulfilled over your life. So shall it be. And so it is. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together by the King of heaven. Hallelujah. My oh my. Let's take our seats for a few minutes. Offering time? Offering time. Amen. If we could please have the ushers um, handing out the envelopes for us to prepare for our offering and our giving this morning. Whilst I'm going to read from the book of First Chronicles, chapter 29. It says from verse 10, please. Oh, I'm just to make sure everybody If it has not been the Lord that has been on our side, what shall we say? I really want the women of royal destiny to put their hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. That's a song of the season. God has done great things for us. He's done great things for me. He's done great things for me. This morning we were praying, and instead we should remind him of his awesome deeds. We began to, rem uh, uh, to remind him of his awesome deeds. How he led the children of Israel through the Red Sea. There are many Red Seas that have been in our life that we have crossed. Do you remember the time that Satan came to tempt you? But you said this road is very easy because the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night was leading you. So put your hands together again for the great things. For the great things. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. As we honor the choristers too. And as we are thanking him for the great things that he has done. Amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can do better than that. Amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated, please. Amen. Hallelujah. God has been so wonderful and he has been so good to us. 
I really want to say thank you to God for 23 years that I've been leading this group, the women of royal destiny. God has been so kind to us. We've gone places. When we were but a few in number, hardly did we know that God is taking us to nations. And today we are in many nations. We have all things to glorify the name of the Lord tonight. And hence come the 23rd convention. The theme of the convention, I want to see it all the time on the screen. Woman, say to, your, to yourself, and if it's a man, say man. Amen. Woman, it shall come to pass. Woman, it shall come to pass. Women of royal destiny, I prophesy to your life again that it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. If you know that it's coming to pass, or it has already come to pass in your life, shout a louder, Amen! Amen. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! It shall come to pass. After this meeting, we shall all have testimonies. The songwriter said, God said it. I believe it. God settles it. God said it. I believe it. God said you see. What are the things that he said? He said, I'm free. He said, I'm saved. He said, I'm glorified. Hallelujah. We have Christ in the house. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. So everything that God is saying tonight, you have prophesied already. That God has said it already before you you came here. And we believe it. And that settles it. I want you to have this scripture so that when we, by the time we continue in this great conference, you'll be reading and revising. These are just some of the scriptures that are going to be mentioned. Joel chapter 2, 28 to 32. Acts chapter 2, 14 to 21. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. And Deuteronomy, same 28, 15 to 68. Genesis 8, 21 to 22, same Genesis, chapter 9, verses 12 to 17. Then we have Isaiah, chapter 8, verse 18, same Isaiah. Chapter 55, verse 11. We have Psalm 27. Ezekiel 37. We have Isaiah 65, 24. We have Isaiah 58, verse 9. 
We have Romans chapter 10 from verse 8b to 13, etc. and etc. Just get this as we continue in the conference. I'll be reminding us of some other words. Hallelujah. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he will change his mind. Everything he says in his word, and everything the man of God or the woman of God or people of God prophesy upon your lives will definitely come to pass. He said we should believe in God, we shall be established. We should believe in his prophets, then we prosper. The sentence, it shall come to pass. According to theologians, it's mentioned 396 times in the Bible. How many times did I say? How many times? How many times? 396 times in the Bible. Just hold that. Uh, we are there or something. Go and find out. Do it as assignment for yourself. But we are going to look at that sentence. It shall come to pass. And this sentence also is pronounced in various areas in the Bible. And on different occasions, it shall come to pass spiritually, it shall come to pass physically. Today, a lot of people only hold on to the physical part of it. But this evening, I'm going to take us past the spiritual ones before we go into the physical. I can come here and begin to tell you, it shall come to pass. By this time tomorrow, nation will come to your life. And I begin to blab. God is not in it. Hallelujah. These are the winds that blow and God is not there. I'm not here to please you. But I'm here to take us back to, to, take us back to basis. Amen. So that we know where we are coming from. Hallelujah. What does it mean to us? It shall come to pass. When God gave me this uh, title, I started... Father Lord Jesus, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we pray that the sound of praise and worship and thanksgiving will not cease in our midst in Jesus' name. Lord, this is your holy offering that has been brought by your holy people. Let your fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd just like to invite Pastor Debbie and ask us if we could all please have our seats. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed this week?